What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Sober Plug Podcast. I'm your host, Connor Duffy. Hope everybody's having a fantastic day, as per usual. Um, it's a beautiful morning, at least at the time of this recording, over in the Northeast. So, hope the same could be said for you. And um, something that's on my mind for sure today is um, taking accountability taking accountability in our lives, you know, and, and, uh, as simple as this, like if your life sucks right now, do something about it. You know, at the end of the day, we are the artists of our lives. You know, we are the painter. Um, we are, we are the sculptor of how our life plays out, you know? And, and I think one of the biggest things that really stopped me from excelling in my life for a long time was, um, I, I don't want to say my lack of ambition, but not thinking big enough, not understanding what is possible in life, and also thinking that um, I couldn't achieve certain things, settling in life, having a, I don't want to say a victim mentality because I never thought I was a victim at all, but um, not taking accountability for where I was at. And it's very easy to get in these spots, right? Because life can kick our ass. (laughs) Life kicks everybody's ass Uh, sooner or later. There's just no way around it. And it's supposed to be that way. It's cut out to be that way. You know, there's obstacles in our lives that we need to overcome. And some are harder than others. And it's just as simple as that. Like some people really get dealt, can be dealt a shitty hand. You know, and there's no doubt about it that this can be the case for some. Here's the punchline. Nobody cares. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what type of hand we are dealt because we have to play the hand that we're dealt. And if we find ourselves in a shitty spot in life, whether you're sober or not, this really has very little to do with addiction. Um, It's we have to understand what it takes to turn it around. And no matter what, what type of position you're in, uh, what your life ex- past life experiences are, um, where you're from, whatever the case may be, whatever your story is, it always starts with taking accountability for where we're at, you know? And it's funny, I, you know, I just said whatever your story is, and it's true, like everybody tells themselves a certain story. And depending on how this story goes, what it is that you repeat to yourself, what it is that you actually believe, these are the types of results you're going to get. There's no other way to slice it. You know, I could, I could end the podcast on that alone. Like if you are telling yourself a fucked up story and you have negative self-talk, you will never get positive results. You just won't. It just doesn't happen. It's not possible. And this is why we work on ourselves. This is why no matter what has happened and played out in our lives, we need to take accountability. Because here's the thing. When we don't take accountability for where we are in our lives, we are basically telling ourselves and we're telling the universe that we are just a floating object that is going to end up wherever life determines we're going to end up. 
if we don't have a conscious understanding that we control our lives, we determine where we go, if we don't actually feel that way, we are going to end up wherever life decides we're going to end up. And that's fucking pitiful. Because <laughs> I've been there. I know exactly what that is like. I know exactly what it's like to feel like, um, you know, the world is out to get me or man, you know, I've had some really messed up past experiences and, and, um, it's easy to wear that and to believe that it's actually, this is how it's always going to be. And it's just not, you know, it does not have to be, but we do need to start, um, working on things and working on our, our self-talk. So, if your life sucks right now, <laughs> there's three things I want you to focus on, you know? And like I said, the first thing is we have to have a starting point. We have to take accountability for where we are now, you know? Now, you might be in a situation where uh, you might have a past where, uh, you know, maybe maybe you have um, a past experience that was not your fault right? This is the tricky thing. I'm not telling you to, to the, the, I'm not telling people that certain things happen that aren't traumatizing and that aren't really hard. Of course, you know, there are not, we're not responsible for everything that happens in our lives, but we always need to take accountability for where we are and take accountability for our perspective and moving forward and not accepting defeat in life, you know? So we need to take accountability because listen, the the victim mentality, it never, ever leads to success ever. It's, It's just the truth, you know? Like I said, not that some people aren't victims to certain things, right? Whether it be sexual, whether it be sexual acts, whether it be, um, you know, you got into an accident. Uh, if someone ran a red light and they hit you, and now you're now you're paralyzed from the waist down. Listen, there's many things that happen in life. What whether a parent died when you were younger, and you feel and you feel like you were cheated in life, and you weren't given a fair hand. Like, listen, shit happens. You know what I'm saying? That is out of our control. But the punchline is, it doesn't matter. Some things are not our fault, but it is our responsibility to fix. And there is a huge difference there. Huge difference. People think that since something is not their fault, they don't have to take responsibility for it. And, uh, it, and you're going to lose. You're going to lose if you have this mentality because the only way to overcome obstacles in life, no matter how hard and how challenging they may be, is to take our part in moving forward and understanding that this is my battle. You know, this is my, this is the dealt, this is the hand that I was dealt and I need to find a way to move on from this or else I'm going to suffer in life. And that just should never be an option. You know what I'm saying? Um, so we need to always take accountability for where we're at because this is a starting point. This is, this is understanding, taking an inventory of where I am right now. Sure, some things may have happened that were unfortunate, but you know what? I need to take accountability for where I'm at. I, I, I chose the mentality that I have. I, you know, I have a say in how my life goes. 
that is a part of taking accountability. It is having an understanding, having a say in where I'm going from here on out. I'm not going to put up with this shit anymore. You know, that is a part of taking accountability. Um, because we need to determine where we go in life. Nothing else can determine that. Or else we're basically just a floating object that just, you know, it gets carried around with the wind. Wherever the wind decides to take us, that's where we end up. Fuck that. That is not, that is not how successful people end up where they are. You know, I promise you. So the number one thing is taking accountability, taking an inventory of where we are today. The second thing is changing your perspective. This is huge. This is massive. We may not be able to change the things that have happened to us, or we may not be able to always have a say what happens in life because we're not really in control of 99.9% of the things that happen around us. We're just in control of ourselves. And what does this mean? What does this mean? What are we actually in control of? We are in control of our attitudes and behavior always, no matter what the situation is. So, for instance, something can happen, the same exact thing, the same exact event can happen to two people, right? But you can have two totally different perspectives on that same event. For instance, perfect example, you, you, know, you could have a twin living on the same house, right? Let's say you have a twin. Physically, you look exactly the same. You both had the same upbringing, the same level of attention from the parents, whatever the case may be. But those two people will have two totally different perspectives and two totally different attitudes of what they actually see in life. And what is going to determine where their lives go but with the twins is exactly that. It is determined on how they see life, not what has happened to them. It's hard for some people to understand this because like I said before, people develop a story that we tell ourselves. Oh, I'm no good I'm no good enough or oh, this happened to me, so I label myself as this or I was never smart in school. Therefore, I'm stupid, which means that I can't succeed in life or I won't be able to make it or I need to settle for a job that I don't like. Um, You know, oh, I can never get that dream girl or I can never get that guy that I've always wanted or, you know, so I have to settle in this relationship that I really I know isn't for me. You know what I'm saying? Whatever the story is in all areas of our lives and this story that we tell ourselves is going to determine the outcome of our entire life. If you want to get successful, if you want success in life, and success looks different for everybody, but if you want success for how, what that means to you, you need to, you need to be cultivating a mind that is bred for success, that is, that is ready for it. You cannot get success in life if your mind is telling you that you can't get it, if that makes sense. You need to be changing your perspective and knowing that you're worth it and knowing that you are a person worthy of love and respect and and you want to um, 
you you feel like you are ready to receive the fruits of life because life will give you, I mean, listen, life will give you unbelievable fruits, but you've got to get ready to plant. You've got to plant the you've got to plant the the tree or whatever the fuck you want to call it. <laughs> you know, I'm talking about fruits and labor and shit like that. But you've got to be you've got to plant whatever it is that you're trying to the fruits that you're trying to bear and you have to take care of it. Now, how does this work? The process of actually bearing fruit in life comes later. That comes after putting in work. That comes after dedicating time, you know, sweat, blood, tears, all that. And you get the reward later. You don't get the reward at first. It takes time to plant plant something and to see it bloom and 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 blossom into something worthwhile and and amazing to look at and to um takes a lot of cultivation you know it takes years of work and a lot of grunt work that goes unnoticed you know what i'm saying and um and the problem with today's society is that people want things now they want to plant something and get the reward tomorrow and that's just not how it works, my friends. It's just, it it has never been that, and it will never be that. I don't care if you're trying to get sober. I don't care if you're trying to start working out, if you're trying to start a business, if you're trying to get a promotion at your job, uh, if you're trying to get a relationship that you're really excited about, and, and it takes time because things that are worthwhile are not easy to come by. And things that are easy to come by really aren't worthwhile. It's just as simple as that. Why do people settle? People settle because it's easy. You don't have to work for something that comes easy. But therefore, you're never going to be your best potential. And if you're not becoming your best self, if you're not growing into the human being that you know you could be, you're never going to be as fully satisfied or fully happy as you could be. And if we're not growing, we're dying. That's just how we're made. That's just literally how the human, you know, we're we're supposed to grow. We feel good about ourselves and where we're going. If we know that we're moving in the right direction, that we're becoming better, we're working on ourselves, you know. But it starts with changing our perspective. You have to be ready for it. You know, you have to understand that, you know, you can't control 99% of the things that happen to you in life, but you can, you can control how you perceive them, how you look at certain scenarios in your life, you know, and this is just so important. You got to understand if you think life sucks, it's 100% going to, but if you're like, man, this is really difficult. This is a, this is a fucking, this is a tough time in my life. I don't know when I'm going to break through, but I know I'm going to. You know, I know that this, um, this situation in my life is temporary, even if it looks like, even if it looks grim for the next year or two or five, whatever the case may be, this will pass. And I've trained my mind personally to look at everything as an obstacle for growth 100%. And this did not come normal to me. This is not, this did not, this was not natural for me. I don't normally, I didn't grow up thinking like this. You know what I'm saying? I grew up with a grinded out attitude, you know what I'm saying? But like, I didn't think that, 
I didn't think that all the obstacles that were going on in my life were for a reason, you know? It's like the person that you could put a donut on the table, right? And if you and if you ask the um, the pessimist, what do you see? You know, there's a donut on the table. The pessimist will say, "Well, I see a hole. I see a hole in the donut." You know what I'm saying? Like, and then if you ask the optimist, "What do you see?" They'll tell you, "Ah, oh, looks like a delicious donut." Who's right? Who's right between the two people? They're seeing the same thing, and they're both right. That's the right. That's the punchline. They're both correct. There is a donut on the table and it looks fantastic and it's tasty and all that, but there are, there is also a hole in the donut. So let me ask you, when you look at your life, what does it look like? How, how do your past experiences look like to you? Do they define your attitude? Do they define who you are right now and where you're going? Or uh, are they going to actually propel you towards a better life, you know? And, uh, and I had breakthroughs once I understood that I could live with gratitude no matter how fucked up my life was. And, and, I've, and seriously, I mean, listen, if you looked at my life like a couple of years ago, three years ago, or whatever the case may be now, my life was not looking good, right? I was like, I, I was five years clean. But that was pretty much the only thing I had going for me. Seriously, I mean, I was just coming out of a, I was coming out of a five-year relationship. You know, I thought I was gonna uh, marry this girl, and, um, y- you know, and it just didn't it didn't work out, right? And and a part of that was because I had a, I had a huge gambling addiction. I mean, it was fucked up. It was bad. <laughs> it was really bad, you know. And I was about thirty-five grand in debt. I lost my apartment. I lost my apartment at 25 years old because I I had this gambling issue and I had to move back in with my grandmother. Talk about a humbling experience. I was 25. I hadn't been li- I hadn't lived with family since I was what? 20? I think I was 20 when I when I lived with my Yeah, when I first got clean with my mom. And um that was really humbling, man. My life was not looking good. I, uh, like I said, I lost my apartment. I, uh, I had a huge gambling addiction. I was thirty-five grand in debt. Um, I, uh, I was just getting out of this five-year relationship, and I had a job that I fucking hated. I hated my job. <laughs> I was in the, I was in the union, and, um, and not that I, I mean, I loved the guys that I worked with and everything, and it was. You know, it was a good time, but man, did I hate my job. And uh, my, I, I just, my perspective on life was not good, to say the least. It was looking really bad, you know. And um, and I was 25 years old and living back home with my family, and I had nothing, nothing. You know what I mean? No confidence. I wasn't in good physical shape at all. I, um, like I said, my career sucked. My finances were even worse. Dude, it was it was bad. It was really bad. I was at I was at rock bottom. And I'll never forget, dude. Like this was in Jan- this was in late January, yep, because when I first threw my hands up and I and I basically I I uh, I said, "Well, I really got to do something about this gambling issue." It was right around the Super Bowl when I it was right before the Super Bowl when I had to stop gambling too. What a time. And um 
by April. By April, literally like two and a half months later, I had a perspective that was that was impenetrable. You could I had such a good perspective on life. It was wild to me. I still have a I have a note in my phone that gives me goosebumps because I wrote where I was in life. And listen, all these things were still happening, right? I was still I was still living with family. I was still in huge amounts of debt. I owed so many people money. It was disgusting. Um, you know, I um I was uh <laughs> dude, life was just it wasn't looking good if you were outside looking in. But I wrote this note about where I was at and how good I felt about how I was living in gratitude and how different my perspective on life was and understanding that there was so much good to come that I was not going to settle for less. And I talked about how I was going to impact the world and contribute and and be able to have my own business and that I wasn't going to be in this shitty job forever and that I was going to be out within a year. And dude, I was talking like a madman. Like I, 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 and I have my notes. Like I literally, I, I wrote in my journal every night I started, and this takes me into my next point. And it's, and it's, you have to optimize your life. You know what I'm saying? You have to, you, you know, living with attitude and changing your perspective is the first part. It's the first thing you have to do. You have to believe a belief. You have to get a belief system that you can actually change your life and believe it. Sometimes you have to fake it till you make it and that's okay. But you have to look at obstacles as necessary roadblocks to become, you know, to become your best self pretty much to reach your, your, your full potential. And once you believe that, then you have, you have to take action. The third thing is, is taking action. You need to optimize your life. You need to match the belief system that you have, the new belief system that things can actually get better, and you back it with action, relentless action. You look at the areas that are fucked up in your life, you know, your physical health, your finances, your career, your relationships with people, your friendships, your attitude, you know, all of these different things. Your social life, is it healthy? Like, what does what your social life look like? Um, you know, and your mental and physical health, of course, like I mentioned, and it's like, you have to, you have to get dirty. It's not going to be pretty. You know what I'm saying? It is not easy to wake up at five in the morning and go to the gym before work, which is what I did. I started doing that every single day. Not that I always went in the morning because that's not, that's not the truth, but I did, I did half the time though. I would drive 25 minutes to the gym (laughs) 25 minutes away from where I was because it was the only one that was open 24 hours at least in the area in the total opposite direction of my work in the morning and then I would drive about mm, 45 minutes to an hour depending on traffic to work in the morning you know, just like, because I knew I needed to get in shape. I knew no matter what I needed to change my physical health because your physiology determines what goes on inside your head. You know, if you start to take care of your body physically, you're going to start feeling better internally. So I knew I needed to do that 
or whether it was after work, I drove an hour to the an hour to the gym. Either way, I, ma- I made it a point to get to the gym, and that was not easy. I did not want to start working out. Like I was not quote unquote motivated. I hate that fucking word, motivated <laughs> to 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 go to the gym. You know what I'm saying? I, I I didn't I didn't love the idea of doing it. I just did it. I knew I had to do it if I wanted to see different results in my life. I needed to take care of my body. Our body is our temple. You only get, the, you know, our body, it's a basically a huge meat sack, right? Like we get this one meat sack in our life. That's it. This is the only body you're going to get. You better take care of it because if you don't have your health, you've got nothing. I don't care what type of money you got, what your relationships look like, what your career looks like. If you don't have your health, you don't got shit. You've got nothing. You could have everything, but if you don't got health, you've got nothing. And it's just as simple as that. I'd rather take my health at full capacity or, or what is c- close to that and have nothing else. Because if you have your health, you can have everything else eventually. So that was the first, that was one of the first things I did. Then another thing I did was I started getting into reading self-help books. I started working on myself, man. I started changing the way that I operated and again, cultivating a new belief system, which is a part of the second thing I was talking about with changing your perspective. So I backed that with reading books. I didn't love reading. Now I do, but I hated reading. (laughs) I didn't want to read, but you know what? I got out the highlighter. I started purchasing books. I didn't even know what the hell they were about, but I look up self-help books and I, and I bought a bunch of them. And, uh, and listen, I got the highlighter out and I got busy. I started underlining. I started taking notes. I started listening to audiobooks in the car. Dude, I was doing it. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, I wasn't quote unquote motivated. I didn't wait to be motivated. I just did it because I knew if I wanted the type of life that I pictured, I had to start doing things differently. It's as simple as that. You know? So I got into the self help books. Huge. I got around the winners. You know, I started going to meetings and, and, um, whether you're in recovery or not, you need to get around the winners and you need to drop the fucking losers. Now, some of these losers might be people you've been boys with or friends with for years and years. And you know what? It's a hard thing to accept. It's a hard thing to, to do, but it's just, it's, it's just, it is what it is. I don't know what else to tell you. If you want to get, if you want to be a winner, you better get around other winners. Nobody wants to. The only people listening to a sob story or how you know you're not where you're at in life because of how the world works. The only people that are doing that are losers. And I'm not trying to be mean. This is just what it is. You know what I'm saying? You will lose in life if you do not take accountability for where you're at and and start to look inside instead of looking outside to blame there is no blame you have to change your friend you have to change your inner circle if your inner circle isn't trying to grow and 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 like win in life and get hungry you've got the wrong circle you've got to learn from people that have been there and done that you know um and and honestly and here's the thing if you say well listen i live in a small town and i and i you know, I I don't, there's not a big abundance of people. I don't know what to do. Then drop the people that are not healthy for you and watch a shit ton of YouTube videos and let them 
<laughs> Let them be your voice, the voice in your head. Ad- adopt that. That's something I did in a, in a major way. I still do it. I still watch videos. I still am trying to grow every single day, no matter what, whether it be in finances, whether it be in my my attitude, trying to become your best self, all that. You know, you, you just the, the best thing you could do is dropping the people that are not healthy for you. You can always do that. And if you don't, you're deciding not to. It's just that simple, you know? So you got to take action. You know, um, the physical part, reading self-help books, getting around the winners and dropping the losers. You got to also discover what passions do you have? What excites you? You know, for me, it came in the form of what was a, a huge weakness for me and, and what was a huge source of, of, uh, of pain, right? Like addiction was a massive part of, obviously, of my, of my past. But, and that pain has now become my passion, because I've learned how to overcome it on a day-to-day basis. And, and you know, days have turned to years, fortunately. And I'm now able to talk about this with people. You know, I'm able to, to help people get to that next level and maybe learn from my experiences so you don't have to get there. You know, so you don't have to do that. You don't have to go through all that pain and stuff. And I've turned my, <coughs> excuse me, I've turned my, weakness into my strength i've turned a liability into an asset and everybody has the the capability of doing that so you have to discover what your passions are what gets you excited what type of contribution do you want to have to the uh, on the world and it doesn't have to be huge like it doesn't have to be grandiose or anything but it needs to be something that that moves you you know it moves the needle for you internally you know it gets you excited you want to be able to, it's effortless. Time time doesn't exist when you're in this space. You don't have to think about what it, you know, it just comes natural, you know? And that's pretty much where I'm at. Like like with addiction and recovery, like I don't need to, you know what I'm saying? This is this is what I like to do. Um, so, and stop focusing on, on a counterpart especially if you're early on in recovery. Stop trying to, I think a lot of people, they want the validation from an outside source. And this is the wrong way to go about it. You do not want to go through life thinking you need someone else to complete you. No, no, no. You need to complete you. You need to feel good about who you are, not another person. You know, this can never change. A healthy relationship is when two complete people come together, not when two half complete people come together. And I think a lot of people get that confused. You need to love who you are fully before someone else can fully accept you and love you because if you don't know who you are, nobody else will either. You need to know who you are first and you need to understand that you don't you need to draw boundaries about who you are because if you don't, you're going to end up with people that constantly push them. You know? So, you know, these are the three things, man. Like if you want to, if your life sucks right now, guess what? Great. It's a starting point. Number one, take accountability for where you are. Number two, change your perspective. Get an attitude of gratitude. Focus on the good. Don't focus on the dog shit. Everybody has dog shit, but you could turn that around. And number three, optimize your life. Take action. And I know that I'm making this simple. But you know what? It is simple. I'm not saying it's easy, 
because there's a difference between simplicity and easiness, right? And something being easy. It's not easy, but it's simple. This is the formula, guys. Take accountability, number one. Number two, change your perspective. Number three, optimize your life. Take action. Raise your standards. Do not accept no in life as an as an answer. Move forward no matter what. You know, so so listen, guys, this is what I got for today. I hope you guys have a fantastic uh, morning, evening, whatever the case may be. And uh, and it's been real. So I will uh, I will see you guys on the next one.